Hey, everybody. We react to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 53-man roster. What were the surprises? What were the wrong choices? Where do they go from here? And we're going to keep trying to get Evan Klosky on the show as we are live. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, we are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, finally joined by Evan Klosky of 10 Tampa Bay. Of course, I don't even care that the lower thirds are all messed up. We're here. <laughs> 15 oh minutes to hell and we made it. I didn't even notice that. I'll try to fix that here in a moment. But uh, yeah, you can check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Of course, make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks. And uh, at Eklosky WTSP, all kinds of madness going what on. Up, right Logan, <laughs> we're gonna find the right. These, we're gonna... are the, these are the things that we usually do pre-show. There we there, go. We got Bang. it. All right. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view of the day. This episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Help you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Evan, the Buccaneers have officially cut their roster down to 53 players. So everything is set. It's final. This is it. There's not going to be any changes at all whatsoever all year long. These are the 53 that the Buccaneers have. Right. Not really. But that works. That's how it works. There's an interesting bit of gamesmanship going on by the Buccaneers. Of course, we will talk about the wide receivers coming up in just a little bit. But let's go through this 53-man roster real quick and talk about an interesting move that I think took a lot of people by surprise. But once you really start looking at it, it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. So let's start with the offensive side of the ball. You got Tom Brady, Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask as your quarterbacks. Your running backs, Leonard Fournette, Rashad White. Keyshawn Vaughn, Giovanni Bernard, wide receivers, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, uh, Scotty Miller, Rashad Perryman, Jalen Darden, tight ends, Kyle Rudolph, Cameron Brait, Kate Otten, Co-Keeped, offensive lineman, Donovan Smith, Luke Gedeke, Robert Hainsey, Shaq Mason, Tristan Wirfs, Josh Wells, Nick Leverett, uh, Frank Johnson, Walton, Ryan Jensen. <laughs> Almost every offensive line that stepped into yeah. camp. All the offensive linemen. On the defensive side of the ball, Vita Vea, Akeem Hicks, William Golston, Logan Hall, Akeem Nunez, Roaches, Patrick O'Connor. Linebackers, you got Shaq Barrett, Joe Tryon, Shoyinka, Anthony Nelson, Carl Nassib, Levante David, Devin White, uh, KJ Britt, our boy, Fatukasi. Corners, you got Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting, Zion McCollum, D. Delaney, and safeties, Antoine Whitfield Jr., Mike Edwards, Keanu Neal, specialists, Ryan Suckup, Jay Camarda, and Zach Triner. Noticeably absent from that list is new free agent acquisition Logan Ryan, which 
coaches have talked all off or all all preseason, all training camp about how great he's been, how phenomenal phenomenal he's looked, and he's cut, but not so fast. Looks like because there was no guaranteed money for Logan Ryan on this deal, it was kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, handshake agreement. Look, we're going to cut you. But Wednesday, we're going to put Jensen on the IR. We're going to re-sign you. You're coming back. You're going to be the fourth safety on the depth chart. So, Evan. Let me me say with the the Logan Ryan move for any Big Brother fans out there, it's like being the pawn in Big Brother. Okay, like the, tar- the target of the week is Ryan Jensen. He's going to be out of the house. All right. He's the target. He's going to leave. Uh, so, Logan, you're just going to sit in the hot seat for, for a little bit. It's going to be a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. Let's get Ryan Jensen out of the house, clean that mm-hmm. up, and then we're going to bring you back in and we'll reshuffle. So, uh, and then meanwhile, it's Jason Light as the head of household, just controlling everything. Like, I'm about to win this game because he's playing <laughs> chestnut checkers. I'm, I'm loving this analogy right now, but with without diving into the wide receivers, because we have a deep dive going on in just a moment on that. And I, I see the comments, uh, CeeLo Ram in there talking about Tyler Johnson. We got Les saying Brady's little buddy, Scotty, with some heart emojis. Uh, we are going to get to the wide receivers. There's a lot to unpack there. But Evan, overall thoughts on the roster? So a- Anything that you were really surprised by? Of course, we should mention Grant Stewart, traded to the indianapolis colts they could have just left him there after saturday instead he flies all the way back to tampa then he's got to fly all the way back to indianapolis um but your your overall thoughts on the roster uh and and any other surprises that popped out to you uh no not too many surprises you know tyler johnson was a little bit of a surprise you know as i mentioned to you before preseason I actually did not have Tyler Johnson making this team. Um, then he looked like he had a great camp. And then, like, there I was, like, having, um, you know, pretty much eating crow about how, like, oh, I nailed my Anthony Nelson thing, and I was so wrong about Tyler Johnson when I was right about Tyler Johnson the whole time. Um, so I got a little bit bamboozled there uh, with the eye candy of what was happening in the middle. But ultimately – what it comes down to is Tyler Johnson is the fifth wide receiver on this team. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are really concerned about what they have as far as special teamers are concerned. And I'm not talking about uh, Camarda and Suckup slash Borgalis, which I, I, I bet they hope they can get Borgalis on the, the, the practice squad. He was somebody that they, they coveted last year when they can – keep four people safe every week. Borgalis was constantly one of those four people. So they think very highly of him, but they they are worried about punt and kick coverage. If you remember why Grant Stewart was originally picked last year as Mr. Irrelevant was because they they wanted some special teams help because they felt like on a Super Bowl roster, that was one of their weaknesses. And Last year, they focused on that while they had the draft picks and can can really make that work. And then this year, throughout the games and listening to Todd Bowles, it's just been consistently. uh, Nobody's doing it well enough. Nobody's running away with this job. We need to figure out who can help us in kick and punk coverage. And when it comes down to it, Scotty can be a gunner, and Tyler can't do anything for you on special teams. 
And are you really going to hold on to Tyler Johnson as your fifth wide receiver who was given ample opportunity last year, did not do much with the opportunity. He dropped four balls out of uh, 40 catchable balls. So that's about a 7% drop rate. And he never stepped up in a position when look at that team, no Mike Evans, no Godwin, no Antonio Brown at a point in the playoffs, they needed Tyler Johnson. He was out there on the field and, um, and he was just kind of there. So I don't know if it's necessarily a knock on Tyler per se. I think he's good and maybe with more opportunity can, can kind of get there, but I, he just doesn't do anything exceptionally well. He, you know, it, you have to you have to do something if you're not you know you have to provide value in a bunch of different places but you have to sometimes do one thing really well and even though Scotty Miller had an up and down camp at least when it came to the games in practice he was great he's trusted by Brady he's had his moments especially before Antonio Brown was brought in the turf toe last year was a lost year that injury sucks and maybe the competition got the best of him when the lights were on during those games. But overall, Scotty can give you what you need from the special teams. Darden can also be your punt returner, kick returner. Bruce Arians uh, said that the number one guy that he thinks has improved the most is Jalen Darden, by the way. Uh, he caught that touchdown in the first preseason game. And then it was really, it came down to Brashad Perriman and Tyler Johnson. And it just seems like they like Perriman more, that that's going to, that's going to be more of a, an option, even though he's always injured uh, than, than Tyler. So um, a little bit surprising, but ultimately what has Tyler Johnson really done to prove that he can be a consistent guy kept on this team. Um, I don't, I don't know if he's done enough. I re- he tried it just, it's tough. I mean, it's, it, you got to make tough calls and you know, this is a good problem for the Buccaneers to have. Well, I'll go ahead and, and give my thoughts on the wide receivers coming up here in just a moment. But first, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team. To help your small business fire on all cylinders, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond. To the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people, then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and expertise so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL, all one word. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Week one is right around the corner. And perhaps our live viewers on YouTube right now could not care less about the Rams against the Bills in the big Thursday night kickoff game, but they could. What if you had an interest in, say, 
Josh Allen, Dawson Knox, Allen Robinson, and Daryl Henderson. It's exactly what I'm going to be doing on the Thursday night kickoff game. Thanks to prize picks, it's super easy. You just pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It's not competing with other people and their crazy algorithms. It's just you against the projections, and it's not just the NFL. Price Picks has the NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college sports, racing, much, much more. Each entry can be made in under 60 seconds, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. Price Picks is currently available in over 30 states as well as Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on, all one word. If you deposit 100, Price Picks is going to give you 100. If you deposit 50, Price Picks is going to give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for the instant deposit match up to $100. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view every day. Evan has kind of given his thoughts on on the wide receiver moves. I'm going to dive in a little bit because on my 53-man roster prediction yesterday, I did not have Scotty Miller on this team. I did not have Rashad Perryman on this team. I had Tyler Johnson. I had Devin Tompkins. Both of these guys were cut. And Evan, you you did make a, a good point. Tyler Johnson is good at a lot of things, but he's not great at anything. He, you know, he had ample opportunity last year with the injuries, couldn't seem to get it done, even though the year before Brady trusted him in some crucial high pressure moments, but he's not a burner. He doesn't have this incredible catch radius. He's not, you know, super efficient at the route tree the way we've seen with Chris Godwin and ultimately as good as his training camp and his preseason were, it made him expendable. Now, Devin Tompkins is the one that I'm also really surprised about. They gave him opportunities as a returner, both on punts and kicks. And let's be honest, Jalen Darden hasn't done anything phenomenal in that aspect at all. Even as recently as Saturday against the Colts, there were, there were opportunities for him there. Nothing great, nothing to write home about in the return game, but he has improved remarkably at the wide receiver spot. And I think, and I'll, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on this. I think what this ultimately came down to is we got one more run. We got one more shot at this. Who does Tom Brady trust? If they're down by four points late in the fourth quarter on their own side of the field, and Brady's going to throw a bomb, is he going to trust Scotty Miller to bring it down? Or is he going to trust Devin Tompkins to bring it down? He and Scotty Miller have that rapport. They have that relationship. They have that trust. And I do think you can use last year as a throwaway. Now, Scotty didn't look all that impressive in the preseason. He literally dropped uh, quite a few of his opportunities. But really what I think this boils down to is Scotty Miller – and Brashad Perryman are both guys that have performed for Brady when asked, you know, to perform. And ultimately he trusts them a little bit more than he would trust Tompkins or Johnson. Now that doesn't mean either one of those guys won't end up back on the team. I think that it's 
actually a little more likely that Tyler Johnson's going to clear waivers and come back on the practice squad than it would be if Scotty Miller was in the same position. So how much of a factor do you feel Tom Brady played into the decision to keep Scotty and Brashad over Johnson and Tompkins? Uh, I, I want to be delicate with this because I, I don't, I really don't think that Tom Brady um, had a hand in any of this stuff as far as like making the final calls. I'm sure they asked Tom's opinion, you know, what, what a GM coach wouldn't ask their quarterback's opinion about the receivers that they have. So, uh, you know, I hate just making that like a Tom Brady thing, like a, a quarterback thing. Who are you comfortable with? You know, are we breaking ties this way? But I, I do think that, yeah, it, it, there's a little bit of a trust factor. I am fairly confident Devin Tompkins is going to wind up on the practice squad anyway. So I, I'm not too concerned about that. He could be one of the four guys they continuously keep, depending on Tyler Johnson. I, I would think somebody's going to take a stab at Tyler Johnson. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, there are a lot of teams out there that I don't think have the depth that the Buccaneers have where you can get a Super Bowl winning wide receiver who has played in a lot of big games um, to bring him in as, as maybe a wide receiver for like, I mean, just the, the bears, you're telling me that he can't make the bears. So I don't think, Johnson will necessarily clear like Devin will. Um, but ultimately, I think they want Scotty to have his, you know, let's see what you got when the, the games are going. And I understand everybody in the chat right now upset about what Miller did in his preseason performances. Unequivocally, uh, no pun intended, he dropped the ball. But he did have tremendous practices and when you see the games that only accounts for such a tiny sliver of what training camp is all about and and what you know we all see uh you know now it's a little bit limited we don't see as much of camp uh but scotty has been really good and he has his explosive nature back the the turf toe injury is is behind him. He's added muscle. He's um, he's an all right blocker. I, a little bit worried with with what I saw in the Colts game as well. It was not good tape for him. I, I'm just I, absolutely being transparent. But let's go into the season with a known commodity, and if it doesn't work out, we'll have Tompkins on the practice squad, and we can always elevate him and get rid of Scotty midway through the season if it's just if this isn't happening. So. Your toughest part of the schedule are the first four weeks. Like, this mm -hmm. is – I mean, your opponents are stellar. So do you really want to throw Devin Tompkins into that situation? Uh, you know, even last year, think about it. Jalen Darden was not the guy at the beginning, right? Wasn't it Mickens? And then Mickens fell out, yeah. and then they put Darden in. So just because – what's happening today doesn't necessarily mean that that's set in stone going back to your joke at the beginning. I think this is a hedge move. Let's go with the known commodities out of the gate. Let's part ways with Tyler. And, you know, if we can bring him back, great. If he falls through to us, but um, you'll have Devin there waiting, pushing in camp 
uh, pushing in practice, and uh, he can still be a thing. So I, I got my eyes on Devin Tompkins. I would be shocked if he doesn't make the practice squad and he's not one of the four protected week in, week out. All right. Well, there's some more comments in the chat about some of the players on the roster. We are going to talk about that coming up in just a moment. But first, we have all been in a situation at some point in our lives where we were a little tight on cash and maybe we could only put a little gas in the tank, had to buy the cheap stuff instead of the name brand, or maybe had to stretch one meal into two just to make it to payday. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling, to make ends meet, it can be really stressful, especially when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Because while we can't change the past, we can reach into the future a little bit and get some help from future you. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, groceries, pay some bills. The best part is there's no interest and no credit check needed because you're literally just borrowing from yourself. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Future you will thank you. Wrapping things up here on a wild live edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And I, I got to say, Rick in the chat is extremely concerned right now about the center situation. Uh, first, he says, you know, Hainsey is serviceable if he can stay on the field. But then he says by week three, we're, we're going to be down to a fourth string practice squad center. Um, we have another comment. This one coming from CeeLo Ram. I worry about Hainsey and Gedeke's foundation. They both either have weak legs uh, or not great footwork. Um, look, here's, here's my big thing. And I saw it in here. Uh, I can't. I think it was Mike. I'd have to scroll up for a moment. Mike said a said something great about it and this is something that we talked about david and i did at training camp with carmen vitale uh that we've seen the reports that robert hainsey absolutely crushed his off-season workouts he was grinding every single day to get better and i can tell you right now hainsey will be just fine as the starting center he truly will be we had the scare when nick Leverett rolled up on the back of his leg during the colts game he was you fine. want to talk about bad tape, by the way? Nick Leverett at guard against the Colts. It wasn't great. Not good tape. It was not, not great. Uh, which goes back to my point that I think Aaron Stinney would have won this job because I still haven't by seen what default. I've seen from Luke Gedeke. I uh, By default, I, sure. sure. Yeah, I agree. But my And what I said in the last episode, right? Like, just because – I would have preferred Stenny. He's a veteran presence. He's been in that spot before. But just because Stenny was in there doesn't mean that you were going to have just this phenomenal option either. That was a question mark, no matter who was going to be there. Uh, and it still is with Brady today at the um, at Armature Works was talking to a crowd of, you know, uh, people who were paying to get in and, and season ticket holders and what, mind you. And he went through the offensive line. And, you know, Casey Phillips asked him about 
the, the offensive line, and he pretty much went through all four of the guys and then said, well, you know, the other guard position is a question. <laughs> we, like, he was not vocal about who is going to get that. Um, right. But and I'm sorry to butt in on, on, on what you were saying there, but I, I, I'm agreeing with, with what you're talking about with Hainsey. I'm, I'm really – I was concerned – I'm more concerned with his injury than I am with him actually playing the position. I you think know. he's fine. I really do. I, I think if this was a regular so. game, he he would have been back in because I was as soon as he went down. Um, yeah, I was I was keeping an eye on it when the tent went down. He came out. The ankle was heavily taped. He was limping a little bit by the second half. He was still walking up and down the sideline, no limp, putting weight on it. Everything. It seemed like it was it was a little bit of a tweak, a little bit of soreness. Uh, but I don't think it was it was anything that would have kept him out of a meaningful game for an extended period of time. Now, there were a lot of players across the NFL that were released uh, on Tuesday. There's absolutely no reason the Buccaneers won't end up going out and getting somebody else to, you know, maybe come in and and try to steal this starting guard position they could well, i see i see and i don't even know about starting positions but the depth is, depth yeah for sure holy smokes they need to bring in some some competition there in the back the, the o-line is going to be tweaked i promise you that absolutely uh, i don't hate jeff's suggestion here about reuniting with joe hay uh pride of north dakota state by the way go bison uh He's somebody, right, that was a part of the Super Bowl winning team, left for a yep. year. They trust him. Brady knows him. Seems like a pretty good fit there. I know, look, he got he got waved, so I, I can't say that he was crushing it somewhere else. That's never a good thing. But he does fulfill a need, and they know what they have in him. So yeah, no doubt. He, that, that could can, be a marriage. He can walk in off the street. And know exactly what's expected of him. He already knows the offense. He already knows exactly what needs to be done. And that was something that I had mentioned um, on the show yesterday that, you know, keep an eye out on some of these offensive linemen that get released. If they've had a past relationship with Todd Bowles or with Byron Leftwich or, or Bruce Arians or any combination of the three, they would already know what they were getting in the guy. The, the player would already have an idea as to, what he's going to need to do. He's going to have an idea of what the playbook is. And you, the Bucks are going to look for an opportunity to make their team better. There's no question about it. They're not perfect. Um, and, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Bye. And, and the best and the best thing I can say is that Tom Brady's your quarterback. So, look, if he knows his offensive yeah. line is, is bending in, in certain ways and directions, he will get that ball out as fast as possible. So that is the biggest benefit that you can have is in a situation where the O-line does not look, uh, at least the interior O-line. You know, we haven't seen Tristan Wirfs and Donnie out there the entire together in the preseason. Right. They'll be flanked on passing downs, okay? Don't worry about that. I, I am concerned about the rushing attack up the gut. But, you know, uh, I, I think in the end the O-line is going to work itself out. That They'll – They'll get through those pains. And I want to get this in before the episode ends because uh, we, we haven't talked about it. Uh, Jason Light, seven of his eight draft picks this year have made the team. The one who didn't, the last one, and Andre Anthony, who will probably make the practice squad and somebody yeah. that I, I know you and David are big fans of and probably somebody who just needs time to get back from uh, a 
you know, a slew of health uh, issues that he's had kind of getting to this point. Yeah, he's he's shown flashes and he's somebody that can absolutely grow and continue to improve if he's on the practice squad. I would love to see him be a part of that. Uh, maybe there's a team out there that that wants him, you know, on their 53 man roster and I don't blame them. But, you know, it's almost kind of like a reminder of KJ Britt, right? It, it took him a little bit longer to be able to get things down but once he did now he's a a contributor on the team he's one of their four inside linebackers hopefully andre anthony will be able to stick around but evan i uh i know you gotta go uh appreciate all of you sticking with us through the technical difficulties and waiting for this live show to actually begin uh it was our first time doing it and you know what have to get the bugs worked out somehow some way right so appreciate you guys being the guinea pigs that's right we uh we want to thank all of you once again for making the locked on bucks podcast your first listen or view of the day now for your second listen check out the ultimate pro football preview 2022 an eight episode extravaganza to get you ready for the nfl season the local team experts of the locked on podcast network plus a betting angle from lee sterling of locked on bets all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for the ultimate pro football preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We might be back tomorrow. We're not 100% sure. David is still feeling a little under the weather. Hopefully, he's well enough to bring you guys an episode. If not, you'll at the very least hear from me on Friday. Hopefully, you'll hear from both of us. But make sure that you're sending David your well wishes and checking out all of his work over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out everything that Evan is doing on 10 Tampa Bay and over at 10TampaBay.com. Check out my stuff at BucksNation.com. And, of course, follow all of us on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at ECLOSP, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.